Hello and welcome to All Our Pretty Songs. A 90s rock podcast. I'm Marissa. And I'm Seth. And I almost forgot the name of the podcast when I did that. Just now. You did great. I Thank think you. we both did really well. <laughs> How you doing? Doing okay. How are you? Okay is a good way to put it. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're drinking some water, I see. I like that. Yeah. It's Hydrating. Sweet. I guess it has it has gin in it. So. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I also have a water. I was drinking. I have two I drinks, just, two bevs. I just rolled through a cocktail while I was waiting for you to log in. So Ooh, I mean, yeah, you know, cool like, party vibes. Yeah, party vibes. Party um, vibes, fitting for the. Speaking uh, of party vibes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're doing our second um, soundtrack. Yeah, about shocking. time. Kind of shocking yeah. we've only done one so far, I know, right? I know, like, how did I that know. happen? Yeah. Um, this this week we are talking about the Empire Records um, original motion picture soundtrack. Which I'm sure anyone <laughs> listening to this podcast has been waiting with bated breath for Ooh. us to do. Oh, man, I know. Like, I want to, like, ask <sighs> so much to talk about. I want to yeah. ask you, like... Well, I don't know, like your relationship with the movie, but then also mm-hmm. the soundtrack, because they mm-hmm. were definitely like two different things in a way. Yeah. Um, well, so like, begin? definitely I have a more, um, mm, I was going to say I have a more significant relationship with the soundtrack than the movie, Whoa. because I, I was definitely into the soundtrack before I was into the movie. Oh. And in fact, I'm a little, imba- I've saved, I didn't tell you this this week. <laughs> But I'm a little embarrassed to say that I didn't like the movie back then. Like, okay. I, it, it felt like, um, this is like, I'm going to do a little bit of confessional here. Okay. But it, it felt like this was a movie for girls. And I, and I like didn't, I didn't know how to access that. Or I was like afraid to maybe, like afraid of being girly or yeah, like. Yeah, like there's first of all, well, and there's like a, I guess everyone's hot in this movie, but there's like definitely a lot of hot boys in this movie, and like I don't know, mm. it like the whole thing was very like, um, it felt like girls were into the movie, and I didn't know how to like access that. And okay, like, but the soundtrack, uh, I was in, I was super into Gin Blossoms, as we've discussed on a previous episode of this podcast, and so like the soundtrack had this like killer gin blossoms song on it. And I, right. I was like sucked in. Well, yeah. And like, was that song only on the, on this soundtrack or is it on one of their albums? It's only on the I soundtrack. I think it was only on the soundtrack. Yeah. They released it as a single, like with an album track or something, but yeah. Well, this is all very fascinating news. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, like it's weird because I think I was reading the Wikipedia, um, for Empire Records this week. And like, it definitely like, apparently like when the movie came out, it was like a flop, like a box office flop. Huge flop. um, That, um, oh, and I- The box office was less than a million bucks. Like, wow. And the budget of the movie was 10 million. Mm, mm -hmm. It was a huge flop. Yep, yep. I remember reading about it. It did not do well. And like that the- um, Someone who worked on it, I forget, was like offered to work on Clueless. Like they were oh, offered right, right, right. Clueless, like after was they it had the director already taken. Or it was, yeah, like something like the director, <laughs> like um of the movie, like was like offered yeah, yeah. uh clueless after they had already taken this on. 
Totally. And then, oh yeah, I found it. It's like two days after Regency Enterprises executive Michael uh, Nathanson gave approval to proceed with making Empire Records, he was approached with the script for Clueless. Huh. As he already had a teen movie in hand, he turned down the eventual $57 million box office hit and proceeded with production of the eventual point. $3 million box office bomb of Empire They don't even Records. know how to write the sentence. It's <laughs> You could just say it's $300,000 is what they're trying to say. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so but, good. But, yeah, so that's that kind of funny, I guess. But, um, yeah, I like, mean, I feel like, oh, I was just going to say, like, in the, in the Wikipedia, it also, like, says, like, someone said something like it was kind of like a movie that was made for a soundtrack they felt but i never yeah. saw it that way really oh my god i totally saw it though. i have to say <laughs> i don't think the soundtrack is that good it's not it's not i was i'm so excited yes it's not it's a terrible like, soundtrack. i don't think i liked it that much then <laughs> And I feel like listening to it this week, I was like, are there even three songs I like on this thing? Like, I mean, like, it is, there are definitely, like, more than three songs I like on the soundtrack. And I feel like, but it's like, some of them I feel like I only like because of the movie. Like, it's like the movie makes them great. Because I, like, remember when they play in the movie. Yeah. Like... Yeah. And it's the classic problem of a movie. Like, actually, a lot of the best songs in the movie aren't on the soundtrack. Like, right. And, and are, like, so 80s weird. songs. Yeah, there's, like, so many songs. Yeah, there's, like, Video Killed the Radio Stars in the movie. The whole scene with the ACDC song is so good. Oh, my like, God, yes. Yeah, yeah there's, yeah. like, that. There's, like, uh, Oh, my God, um, the Video Killed the Radio Stars so scene good. is so good, too. Yeah, there's, yeah, like, yeah. a Throwing Muses song. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. um... There's that song that's like uh, money. Like I forgot who uh, it's yeah, like yeah. a cover of like that like old. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? That yeah, song. That's um, what I want. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what it's called. That song is like very iconically part of this movie. Because remember, I told totally. you last week I was like, oh, I heard a song from the Empire Records soundtrack on like a podcast I was listening to, and it was that song. Oh, and I was like, kind of got excited to listen to the Empire Records soundtrack, and I was like, the song's not even on it. There's so many missing songs. Yeah. Also, it's a movie. So I started. Uh, do you use those apps where you can like you use your phone to find out what the song is? Oh, like point. Shazam or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shazam. Yeah. Or, like, well, isn't it just like one. Siri does it when you like... Oh, I don't have Siri turned on on my phone. I don't like Siri. Oh, is that know. a thing you can do? I don't use... I don't. I didn't know if I could use, that I could turn it off. <laughs> yeah, it was driving me crazy because it would show up without like by accident. It would just... Anyway. Um, yeah, I, so I was like... I started the movie by Shazamming like a song. Yeah. And then I, and I was like, oh, I'm going to write down all the songs that aren't on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And I gave up within like three Good minutes. Yeah, because there's like there's like fucking a hundred songs in this movie. It's crazy. There's so many. Yeah, no, it's true. Like Guar is in the movie. Oh my god, there's just so much. Oh happening. yeah, there's like a whole whole Guar scene. <laughs> oh, <laughs> incredible, incredible. Speaking yeah. of my my dream man, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so that was the other thing I was gonna like. B- when we were in high, we didn't know each other in high school. We went no. to different high schools. Just but, missed but, each other. But um, if we were friends in high school, it would have like, and you were talking about Mark the way you were when we were texting today, it would have just <laughs> driven me nuts. I would have been like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, why does everyone like this guy so mm, much? Like, Yeah, that makes sense. I, I feel like that, it now. that response I, 
seems like the response like a dude would have given you in high school. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, some dudes would have like had enough dignity to not care. <laughs> oh my god. No, I love Mark. Mark with a K. He's great. No, I get it now. Wait, Mark with a K, does it cuz he started it, Does that seem unique to you? It's not unique, like but he says way. it. Like he says oh, it oh, oh. because he wants to start a band called Mark with a C. Right, right, but right. But his name is Mark with a K, and he looks oh. at his name tag, and he's like, <laughs> like with a K, because he can't remember how to spell his name because he's such like a yeah, adorable yeah. stoner. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I mean, it seems like he might be on some harder shit when he's hallucinating to that guar video. I know, like, what is happening? Yeah, oh my god, uh, the guar video. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah what else I don't know yeah I guess like the movie like I guess getting back to like you know our relationship with it at sure. the time yeah like I definitely like, yeah like I had the soundtrack maybe it was even my sister that had the soundtrack but I definitely mm. like acquired it from her if I didn't buy it myself and yeah. but yeah like I just it is weird like I do agree with you like it I don't know. It like felt like the movie was like not good or something at the time, but I also like really loved it. And it is kind of good. Like it's definitely like a great, like teen, like party feeling movie. Like um, if that's what you're in the mood for. It somehow exists as like, as a movie and as a document to me now, kind of it's like, Oh yeah. um, Like a historical artifact. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's totally know. a historical artifact. I mean, it is. Like, it's like, yeah. I guess it's like a historical artifact. I mean, it totally is. Like, it's like the and- um this the uh the tagline on like one of the movie posters I saw online that was like, it was like Empire Records, quote, they're selling music, but not selling out. <laughs> oh my god. It's like so 90s. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean the- I don't know, go ahead. Well, I, I was going to say something about like the the as a historical document, it also is like um, if it's possible for this to be true, I want to say it felt like that at the time. Like it didn't matter that uh, there what there is a way where it didn't matter that it wasn't a good movie because it never really felt like it was supposed to even be a movie. It was just like it was a um all it was to me, maybe, was like a soundtrack and a collection of possible personalities you could emulate as like a person in the world or something. Like that, this was like a collection of like, these are the cool people you could be. Yeah, no, that's a really great point. Yeah, like it's like, uh, right. Like it's not really about like the plot or anything. Yeah. Like it's like about, but I guess like, None of I don't know like that's how like I don't try to think of like other movies that have like the teen party vibe. It's like yeah, obviously yeah. clueless. Like can't hardly wait. I was gonna say can't hardly wait. Uh, Another Ethan Embry vehicle. Wait, is Ethan Embry in that? Oh my god. Oh, very much so. Yeah. I forget. Is he play like like a jock or something? I feel no, like he's he more. Play a he's jock. a more main character. Like he he's like you're rooting for him. Uh, like, oh right, so. no, I remember. Oh my yeah, god, yeah. I love him, love him. Yeah. yeah. Um, but 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like my friend, like, I don't know if we were just constantly renting Empire Records. Like, that's certainly possible because I don't know if we even owned it. But, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I would, like, watch it at, like, my friend Melissa's house and we were, like, super into it. Like, I feel like all, like, the the drug references of the movie, I think we just, like, thought it was, like, really cool. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, like, another song that's not on the soundtrack that's at the end where it's, like, um... God, I looked up who sings it now. I can't remember, but it's like we were ter- watching the whites of our eyes turn red. Do you oh, know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, it's the it's the the. Um, this is the day by the the. Oh, it's so good. I'm like, yeah, yeah that I song's amazing. Like, it's about smoking weed. Like, that's so cool. <laughs> oh man, that's like one of the coolest songs ever. Yeah, it's very cool. No, I was thinking about the fact that like. I wonder if it was a question of getting the rights to the songs or if they just decided like we need this to be a 90s soundtrack cuz like the movie has all these like great 80s songs on it that being one of them and yeah. like um <clears throat> yeah it, anyway I just like I don't totally understand like why the soundtrack is what it is right but, but it is Well then you sent me like earlier today <clears throat> you sent me like this incredible trailer for the movie which is like it was like three minutes long it was incredible but it like also highlights the music it was like with music by the gin blossoms better than ezra like cracker like the cranberries like so it is like yeah i don't know it's it's i guess like it's because it's like is it because it's a movie about a record store? Like, is it like a, um, what's yeah. that other movie called? High Fidelity. High Fidelity. Like, it's like, yeah, that was, had a good did High Fidelity for... come first? But that's, okay, so that's a good comparison point. High Fidelity came after. Oh, um, weird. And it's, it's a good comparison point because that soundtrack is like, that soundtrack wants to be a mixtape of like, it doesn't care about era. It's like, it's giving you great songs across like, Right. A wide variety of eras, popularities of artists. Genre. It like yeah, it's very yeah. much in keeping with the um, with the plot of the movie. Actually, this right. soundtrack feels like it's like almost against the plot of the movie. Yeah, like, so- I was thinking about the fact that the Gin Blossom song is like the main. It was like the hit from this soundtrack at the time, right? And it's like I love that song, but it, I don't think that song has like anything to do with what's going on in the movie. Like nobody's like. Oh. I feel like I don't know. Oh, that's true. Well, yeah, I feel like well, we need to discuss that more. Yeah. But yeah, I was definitely thinking about that. Like, like it's it not does a movie about me. like infidelity. Like, oh, uh, see, I don't even know what the Jim Blossom song is about, but it's like <laughs> I feel like I, it feels like a song that's like filled with hearsay, which okay, like feels like it could take place. But like, the, I feel like the vibe of the movie is like there's all these different people that are all like talking about the same things and each other. Yeah. So that's yeah. where I make the connection. But like, I hear what you're saying. Like, it's not like the like the song is like about like yeah like infidelity or like a yeah, romantic yeah. really a romantic relationship or breakup or something. But um, another oh. um. Oh, oh, sorry. No, no go I was ahead. just going to say like, oh, like the high, fide- I don't remember the high fidelity soundtrack, but I was just wondering, is it like trying to be like high fidelity? Like, but it's yeah. not because high fidelity came after it, which is weird to me, but. Oh, oh, um, oh. Is this soundtrack trying to be like high fidelity? No, not the soundtrack, the movie. Like, it's like, I was saying like, is the oh. soundtrack like, um, it's like, because yeah, like what you're saying about the high fidelity soundtrack, it's like it's trying to like 
be like the movie, but like this soundtrack, like I was like, why it highlighted music? Like, why did the movie focus so much on music? Like, or the soundtrack, mm. I guess, is it because it like takes place in a record store? I think so. Yeah. It just feels like a different, like with this, it feels like let's give, let's do as much, let's get as many songs into this movie as possible. Yeah. Whereas in high fidelity, it feels like the main character the soundtrack to High Fidelity feels like the main character of the movie is making you a mixtape, basically, mm, which is sure. like the plot of like, right, I don't know, it's no. like all the all he's talking about during the movie kind of. Yeah, I remember. Um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> did you I, did have a, I did have a lot of like, um, of like, I worked in a record store feelings oh, yeah, about watching right. this movie you this week. I worked in a record store, it was so cool. Well, and like, so the stuff that, that it made me think about was like the way a few things, one is the like weird little clicks that happen, like weird sort of shifting clicks that happen within, within the staff of a record Mm, store. Interesting. It, It was making me think, remember that stuff. And then the other one is like, there'd be people like you'd work with people who drove you crazy, but then you'd have a day once in a while where you like got along or where you had some like deep conversation (laughs) or like you'd be talking, like you'd talk about music. Like you'd both be at the register and like, I don't know. It like the movie does sort of, I like when empire records calms down and lets people have a conversation or like, um, or, or when it gets into just like record store, vibes kind of like that scene where like Ethan Embry's character where Mark is getting like <laughs> deluged at the counter and he's like oh, I he's love like that. yelling like midnight like, we close at midnight here? like yeah <laughs> I like, love that moment that would happen like that felt really true to life to me where like you'd it would be quiet and you'd be up at the register by yourself and then suddenly it would get busy yeah. and you'd have to like yell out like hey can somebody help me up here like, right well yeah like any retail environment right right true. yeah it's great. Oh my god. I love that uh, shit. Um who who is to you whom is the dream man of the film? Mark or the Lucas? The dream man. <laughs> uh Lu- t- Lucas would be the um no. Um the dream man of the film. I mean, I guess you could also Lucas is could the person anyone I would consider AJ. It's I mean, weird like, cuz I feel like he's AJ supposed is to kinda be hot. hot or something, yeah. but like I've never I just He's like, it's too much. You look at him and it's like, oh, you're like supposed to be hot. Yeah, you're like supposed to be hot. You have like all the trappings of like the one who's yeah. supposed to be hot. But like. Yeah. And he's like going to fucking art school. Oh, right. Like, he's going to art school. Yeah. Yeah. What's um, wrong with like, why is it hot? No, like the person I want to spend time with in this movie is definitely Lucas. Okay. He's Fair. like. He's cool. He's having. He's like, he, not only is he cool, but he's like. He's having a moment. He's like on the cusp of something in his life. It's like, weird how in the movie it's like this is not his normal personality. I know. Like it makes me, I've wondered my whole life. What, what is, is his Lucas real like? personality? Yeah, like what's he like on any other day? <laughs> I'm so curious. Uh, great question. Great <laughs> question. What's he like? Uh, I was thinking about it too while I was watching. Yeah, no, it's a big, big question. Also, re- I really like Joe. Oh yeah, Joe's great. Yeah, yeah. No, good he boss. Is. He is. Like, yeah, really he is like a really Jim. good boss. Eddie's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, Eddie is Mark's friend. Eddie yeah. is cool. They're yeah, all I kinda cool. I kind of like Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, amazing. What about um? Who's your who? Like, who's your favorite of the girls? Oh my god, obviously Gina. 
<laughs> I, know, I just I just thought we could talk about it. Gina played by Renee Zellweger. Carries Actually, the film. Carries at the, the film. time, I think Deb was my favorite. Oh, Deb is great. Yeah, yeah. they're all great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And that scene, there's something like, oh man, there's so many scenes I want to talk about, but the Uh, scene where like, wherever it descends into like madness and like Deb and AJ, like AJ takes his shirt off and they're like making out on the floor. Yeah, that was, that was cool. Yeah, what's going on in that that scene? That was like um, an aspirational moment. You're like, cool. Like you could just like make out with someone who wasn't even in your social circle at work. I, I know. And you're like, are they teenagers? I don't <laughs> well, even know. That's yeah, that's a little confusing to me. It's AJ like, mentions rent at one AJ point. mentions rent. Thank you. <laughs> oh right, but they do. They are planning for college. I I get the sense that he's already graduated high school and he's like got an apartment somewhere but he, hmm. and he like should go to school. But what about the girl who's going to go to Harvard? Corey. She's obviously still in high She's school. She's in high school. And I and, feel like um, and Gina Gina's still is in high school. In high school. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Even though she's about to be like with mar- getting married to Jerry Maguire the following year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, be, and be Bridget Jones the following year. Big year Wait, for Bridget her. Jones is 96? Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, That's nuts. I did not realize that. In I my know. mind, Bridget Jones was like 2000 or something. That's <laughs> like 2020. Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> 2022. Uh, I watched it recently. So good. Um, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Should we, should we talk about the song? Let's start talking about songs that we can always just like go away from them if we want um all right we said i'm gonna go first is that right okay so my number three so i first of all i want to say that i would have one of your songs would have been my number three if i if i had done this after i watched the movie but i did it before i watched the movie and um the this song so my number three is crazy life by toad the wet sprocket This song was just like I was so into it at the time, and I like um, it became clear to me. I remember this from it's. I looked this up at some point, but like, so this is like an anti-war, like not an anti-war song, like an anti-U.S. government song about Leonard Peltier and the like, uh, the killings that happened at, um, well, like after the Wounded Knee thing back in the seventies, right, um, and. Uh, so like this song is like, it, that's all this song is about basically is like, it's like a free Leonard Peltier song. It's so and, interesting. Yeah. And like, so I wrote in my notes, like, it's so weird to me that a song can be so obviously about something and you can have no idea of that 
and the song can still mean so much to you. Wow. Like, that's what I was thinking about this week. Cause I like, I didn't know anything about this, the Leonard Peltier story when I was, oh, wow. in, when I was in high school. But like, you I loved this song. And I was so into the song. So, interesting. so it's, it's clearly like just about the way it sounds, I guess. Yeah. But also maybe about the phrase crazy life. Yeah. I mean, it is a really good song. And like, I mean, I, I totally missed like what it was about this week. Like I just like listened to it and kind of like didn't pay that much attention to it. And I don't, I didn't really like care about this song, like in the nineties when I would listen to the soundtrack, like, I don't know, it just never like really jumped out at me. But then like when you brought up that it was about like Peltier and like, uh, the like American Indian movement. I was just like, yeah, what? And like, listen to it. And like, yeah, it's like, it's yeah, it's, it's a really yeah. good song. It, <laughs> it is. I mean, like in some ways it's just like the phrase crazy life also has nothing to do with what the song is about. Kind of like, it's almost like, um, you know, when someone tells a story about something that happened, they're like, and then at the end, they're like, you don't have anything to say. So they're just like, yeah, it was crazy. Right. <laughs> and it's like, um, I don't know why the song is called Crazy Life, but it's just this like really, because the song is sad about something, it's like really like yearning. And um, and the chorus has like the, the these lines about like, in the air, I'm f- like I'm facing a change of weather or something, mm, right. or I'm se- no, I'm sensing a change yeah, of weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, and so it all felt like at the time it just felt like I was a teenager and I was sad a lot, and like it just felt like a song about that mood kind of and like the possibility right. of things changing. Um, but like it, yeah, so it's so weird to like realize that it's this song that has. Uh, not just a perspective, but like uh, it, like it has a real reason for existing that is like right. has nothing to do with what I was into about it at the time. No, it's so know. interesting. Very bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, so many. Like, we we definitely need to spend more time with uh, Toad the Wet Sprocket, Toad the Wet Sprocket um, at yeah. some point. But yeah, I just Would love like. To. I was impressed that they made a song about this. Like, I didn't think they would like make a song about like a political topic, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. When I was looking at it this week, I was like, I kept expecting that I was going to Google it and find some like interview that the singer had done. I know about the case or like that he had been involved in like some free Leonard Peltier stuff or like, um, I don't know. Like I kept thinking there was going to be more to it. And it's like, you can't find any information about any of that, even on the famous songmeanings.com or whatever. Wow. Like, um, but yeah, we should we should do Toad the Wet Sprocket at some point. Oh my God, definitely. Anyway, I love this song. We should really do your good. number three, though. Uh, all right. So my number three is called Free. Mm-hmm. It is by the band The Martinis. So
when Deb shaves her head, importantly. Mm, very importantly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like a really good song. Um, it's so good. It's really good. Yeah, like apparently I was looking up this band, like it's like the Pixies guitarist Joey Santiago and yeah, quote yeah. his wife Linda Malari is how is how it's described on Wikipedia. Um, I read that too, and it totally slid by me. And then as you started talking about it, I was like, "Oh my god!" It just said his wife, didn't ridiculous. it? Yeah, it did. Um, the Martinis. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I also realized earlier today I was texting you that I wanted a martini and mm. just put together that it might be because of this that I've like yeah. wanted a martini. Makes All sense. day, yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like that every day, but sure, but sure. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, it would be really nice to have a martini. I haven't mm-hmm. gotten one yet, but maybe at some point. Um, but great, like, lo- great lo-fi nineties, like yes! whispery, oh my sweet, God, totally great, sad song. Yeah, yeah, no, it's so good. Yeah, like it's like, yeah, I feel like it's just like it's a very calming song. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot, there are like, I definitely, yeah, I feel like it's, it's like, it captures like the feeling, like you were saying earlier, it's like your favorite of the like girl characters at the time was like, was Deborah. I mean, yeah. I still, I feel like I almost like, it's like, she's so great. Like Deb's great. Deb's amazing. It's amazing yeah. that she's like, I called God and she, and she says, yo, what's up? Oh Yeah. <laughs> Did she, she says that to Warren, right? Yeah, she says it yeah. to Warren. Um, and <laughs> she like, I don't know, she's just like, I feel like, yeah, she feels like the like alternative character, right? Like, totally. Um, and so at the time, I definitely thought she was like the coolest one, um, yeah. like the deepest. And um, and it is kind of her song. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like, like it feels it, like yeah. her song. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like the 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 lyrics are like, um, "Who are you to tell me it'll always be this way?" Oh, I know. And then later, "Who are you to tell me I'll always be this way?" It's just Love good. That. Yeah, it's like this like good anthem for like taking ownership of your life via like yeah. shaving your head at work or other means. It's really good advice to be against the idea that you know how you're gonna be. Yeah. Ooh, like you're saying it to yourself. Well, I just was, it, it, I, I'm kind of obsessed with this idea. Like from teaching high school, I became obsessed with, you hear your students constantly talking about like, well, I just like, I'm just not good at that. Or like, mm. I'm just like bad at that thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're 16. What are you talking about? Like you're, right. you don't like, it's a, like, you don't have to be good at stuff yet. Like you get to like learn how to do the thing and then see if you're good at it. Like, of course you're not good at the thing you haven't tried to do yet. Like what? I don't know. Like, yeah. And it's important that like getting obsessed with that idea has been important to me in my adult life as I like try to remember that things can change and like, right. I'm not like that, even though I think I'm blah, 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 that like those things could change. Like, yeah, no, totally. And it's like, I feel like being good at something or like, it's reminding me too of like what you were saying about like watching this movie. It's like, you're kind of like, it felt like a like way of like, sort of like picking your identity like, mm-hmm. I feel like that you, I felt like that a lot watching movies and TV, like as a kid, like I think probably, I mean, even as an adult, maybe like, I think obviously yeah. everyone does, but like, um, but yeah. yeah, like this idea that you like have a fixed identity, like it's like, you can like try on different identities. Like, 
I remember once, like, this girl told me that, like, I could be a girl who wears chandelier earrings. (laughs) (laughs) When I was, like, 22. Whoa. And I was like, oh. And it blew my mind. Because she was right. (laughs) I was like, oh, I don't wear, like, big earrings. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, you're reminding me of, like... I, well, and when we were juniors in college, when I went to California, mm. I remember I was like, I was not crazy about who I was, like on my way to California. Right. And I got there and I just basically decided to be someone else for a little while. Oh, like, right. You were a bandana. I really like tried on this different personality. <laughs> I was like wearing a bandana and like <laughs> short shorts and like walking around. Cute. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Hugging trees. You, try, you know, you, you like, you just realize you can like try on different stuff and like, Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I like it like. It's important. No, it's true. And it's like, who are you to tell me I'll always be this way? It's like a Mm -hmm. cool thing to say to some, just to yourself and also to someone else. Like, I feel like it's just a powerful idea, but it's like freeing to think I have a question for you about this song. Okay. The first line of the song is omnipresent (gasps) phrase in my mind. So cool. What is the omnipresent phrase in my mind? I was thinking about that earlier today. I thought maybe you would have. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's hard to parse. Yeah, I which feel made, like. Oh, sorry. Oh no! Like I was. What were you going to say? Well, it made me. It what what I came around to is an even like a different question that has nothing to do with the song really. Which is like, what is the omnipresent phrase in your mind? Ooh. Or like, in, like, I was just like thinking about like about it as a way of starting a song with like, I don't know, like that that we that's it's a song about having like being stuck in an idea maybe or like, um, I don't know. It was just making me think like, what are the things like rattling? What are the things that rattle around in my brain that I like can't get rid of or like? That you like mm. the 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 groove that you get stuck in, or yes. like the. I guess I thought it was if if anything, what I came up with was that the omnipresent phrase was like the chorus, like so, so free, free for, for the moment mo- for the moment. Oh, the moment, yeah, not a moment. So free for the moment Weird. is what it says on G. I feel like she says a moment, but I could be yeah. wrong. Yeah, but yeah, I felt like right. maybe that is an omnipresent phrase in your mind, and it's like a guiding principle or maybe who are you to tell me it'll always be this way Ooh, maybe lost somewhere between the earth and the sky oh that was the other line i wanted to bring up Uh, that's such a good like lyric yeah it's not like um it's meaningless Mm. but it's so full of meaning yeah it's um, like you're flying where else are you gonna be lost (laughs) (laughs) true true yeah Anyway, I really like it. I was it was making me think about like that would be a terrible line in a poem, but is a great line in a pop song. Lost, I'm trying to think of how it could work in a poem. Lost somewhere between the earth. Ah, I don't know. I'm into you, it. If you into if it. you came across that line in a workshop, <laughs> you would you would be like brilliant, a little vague, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I All think right, she's fair. flying. Lost yeah. it. No, it is cool. Like it's like the ambiguousness. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> uh, my number two is uh, is whole lot of trouble by yes. Cracker. 
very little to say about this song because it's just a song it's like it, it's like there's almost nothing there yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. but this song first of all when I was a kid it just crushed me like the mood of it or something or the idea of maybe what I want to talk about is the idea of trouble like Ooh, trouble what it um, the relationship to the idea of being in trouble in your life and how it changes as you get older. In trouble um, versus encountering trouble. That. Well, and then and then this like the romantic idea of like causing trouble together as like Ooh. there's like something about like uh, you know how when people call their significant well, the, people don't do this in real life. They just do this on like dating apps, oh. but they're like looking for their partner in crime yeah, or something. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah. It's like it was reminding me of that. Like that there's mm. this idea that um that when you enter into a relationship, you're entering into like a sort of like uh like secret criminal like that you that you and your significant other are like pulling one over on the world or something. Ooh, yes. What's the word for it? Like there's a word for what I'm trying to say that I like can't come up with, but that there's something like clandestine about it or secret or like yeah um you're in like a i don't i can't think of i don't know yeah that's all right um but yeah i don't know i feel like this song uh yeah just kind of it's another song that i kind of just like haven't ever paid that much attention to i guess but it does Mm -hmm. sound like like it is really good. Like it's like it has kind of just like a classic rock vibe. Like it sounds it, like it yes. could be like I understand why you picked it when I paid more attention mm-hmm. to it. It like sounds like something that could be sung around a campfire. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's also a really good just like it's got a great like mid nineties guitar sound like mm. you know, like it's right. very um it just sounds so of its era. Right. Um, hey, there's no happy ever after. Here we're just trying to survive. Whole lot of trouble, baby. Whole lot of trouble, baby. Whole lot of trouble in this life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like vague. Like, it's just kind of like throwing out some So words. vague. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but there's a good. verse of like, work and you could have your money, but this don't guarantee you're right. And then like, there's shit in the song like in the morning the sun comes up in the evening the sun goes down. Oh yeah, I like, like that. It's just also like it's so like trite, yeah. but the sound of it there's like a melancholiness to it that right. makes the triteness the way the way all songs work. Yeah, we're, no, it's we're, true. We're treading over common ground <laughs> here. But. Yeah, Cracker. I mean, the singer's got a good voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love his yeah. voice. Love Cracker. I well, I I was trying to think about this. I don't think. I think I always thought I liked the band Cracker, and I was only thinking about this song. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I don't actually think I ever got into any other oh Cracker. Oh, my God. I mean, there's definitely, I mean, we'll, we'll save it for the Cracker episode, yeah, I know, but I know. there is well, certainly like low, one that comes to mind. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Low. Yeah, the yeah best I remember song. that. That was, that was a good song. <laughs> 
This song was more important to me because this song, this soundtrack really like just a few songs on this soundtrack really like pumped through to me. And this was one of them. That's so cool. Yeah, no, it's a really good song. I like it. Cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, You want to do a number two pick? Sure should. All right. My number two pick is A Girl Like You by Edwin Collins. Yeah, we were like texting about it. It's like, I feel like the song was like, well, it was always sort of unclear to me whether this song was like contemporary or not in the 90s. I feel like the song had like, it had and has like a Pulp Fiction soundtrack quality to it. A hundred percent. Great point. Like, I always, like, felt like maybe this is a song that's, like, being revived in the 90s for some reason, but it's, like, from the 60s. Such a good point. Um, And I just, like, because it didn't sound like a lot of other songs that were on the radio at that time that were, like, new songs. But I don't know. I mean... I don't know. What kind of music is it? Like soul? Like swing? I don't even really know. I don't know what to call it. I guess like it's bluesy. Yeah, I guess it's bluesy. Um, But it's like, yeah, it sounds like it sounds like an earlier era of like British rock or something like. Yeah. Which is basically what it is. It's or it, I think that's what it's like trying to sound like. Yeah, I think that's what it's trying to sound like. Yeah, like I feel like it like says stuff about like a bygone era kind of like it like yeah, yeah. feels like it's like um, did you um did you read the lyrics like i'm sure you spent some time with the yeah lyrics. i did i'm pulling I, them up right now well i just had this thought like back in the day uh, so i used to skip over this song back in the day Ooh. and i don't really know why like well, i think i yeah, I, I liked it that. but it felt like it didn't have any um i'm trying to think about like i've always definitely been a lyrics person and in my mind, it felt like this song didn't even have lyrics, it, like that it's just an idea more than a song. But then this week I was like spending time with the lyrics and they're great. Ooh. Yeah. Like, I, I got mean, really into it. I don't even know. Oh, my God. I just like that part where he's like too many. That part where he's like too many protest singers, not enough protest songs. I know. That That's was so really, interesting. I love that. Like, what does that mean? I don't know, but I liked it. <laughs> I feel like it's like, um, like, is it about the 60s? Like, it's like, I feel like he says like, um, yeah, like too many. Pro- I never knew what he was saying. I never knew he was saying protest singers. It almost sounds like he's saying like pretty, Protest? pretty singers, pretty songs. I don't know. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I keep having this weird. This is this is the most like acid thing that anyone has ever said. I keep having this like feeling when I think about this song this week that I'm like, wait, 
it's that song. No, I know. You're you're getting at something. It's it, that is this song. It like barely exists, but yeah, it's somehow but it was, everywhere. Like, somehow huge. Like I feel like scared when I think about it. Like it's, it's like a David David Lynch put it's this totally song into David the world. Lynchian, yeah. Yes. It like feels like yeah, like you like you're in like the red room in Twin Peaks and this song is playing. Oh yeah, my like God. I feel like well what you said about skipping it is like very real as well because I don't I don't it's like when this song existed in the 90s, I definitely wasn't like listening to it by yeah, choice. Yeah. I wasn't like this song's great. Like I didn't like if I listened to this sound I don't even remember it being on the soundtrack. Like, even though I know it's on the soundtrack, I yep. still sort of don't believe it's on the soundtrack. It's a great point. That's why I feel point. like acid talking about it because well, it's like, I just remember it existing in the 90s, it being out there in the world. I always kind of loved it, but I never would have like chosen to identify with liking it at the time you know yeah yeah i feel like it's a song where if someone asked me if i liked it i'd be like yep and then <laughs> never listen to it <laughs> like, yeah, I, like and I, totally and it's just it's it's, like the, you would never choose to listen to it when you're listening to it this week it keeps coming on and then you're like oh this is so great <laughs> or it's like the difference between a song you'd choose to put on when you're alone at home and a song that you'd be excited to hear if you were out it's a great point yeah like if Thank this you. song came on when you were like out you would be psyched to with your friends it. you'd be like yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah. What I about mean, this part where he's like, you made me acknowledge the devil in me. I right? hope to God I'm talking metaphorically. Hope I'm hope that I'm talking allegorically. Know that I'm talking about the way I feel. Wow. What the fuck? Yeah, no, it is really. Maybe it is like, it's like it was placed into the world by like mysterious forces. Yeah, I think that, that you're onto something. Yeah, I just had the... um. Oh my god, wait. I like I just opened like the song. Um, maybe I lost it. It was like song facts. Uh-huh. And it was like a hilarious well maybe it's not worth bringing up, but it was definitely like parts of these songs are allegorical. It was like the description of the song was just like didn't make any sense. It was like he was like the language from the song. Yeah, like what does it mean when he's like what is it? Say it again, because now I don't have the lyrics in front of me. You made me acknowledge the devil in me. I hope to God I'm talking metaphorically. Hope that I'm talking allegorically. Know that I'm talking about the way I feel. Uh, what is it? What does allegorically even mean? It's like an well, allegory. like an allegory. It's yeah, like a tale. Oh, like a moral a le- story, yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. I, t- I hope that I'm talking metaphorically makes sense, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you don't really want to actually be the devil. Or yeah, devil, yeah. right. Like, but, oh my God. Wait, this is saying it's an Iggy Pop tribute. Is it supposed to sound like an Iggy Pop song? Maybe. Is that what's going on? Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I mean, I kind of hear that. I kind of hear that. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, whatever. I'm going yeah. down the internet. That's an interesting way to think about it. Yeah, it is interesting. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's like he says this old town's changed so much. Yeah, it's like supposed to sound like an old song, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it does a good job. That's right. Yeah. Of tricking us. Great song. Really yeah. great song. It is really yeah. good. 
I never even considered picking it. Really. I honestly like. I just. I was so happy every time it came on. I was. Yeah. I was thrilled. It does. Like it feels like you're in a room. Like you're just like in a different space than you're used to being in. Yes. Or yes. Like- <laughs> You've left the room that the rest of the soundtrack is in. Or like you're the in a rest different of room. like much of music. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> not like not to like say the song is like so mind blowing. Like it's certainly like just like <laughs> appropriating other. other types of music but like just like what we what was on the radio at the time like it just felt like very different nothing else yeah yeah that's right was it like this is this like a swing type song is this like part of the swing revival i don't know (laughs) if if i would call it but 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 it's weird that we haven't do we have to do that at some point yeah we'll 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 be we'll get to big bad voodoo daddy oh my god wow (laughs) or something Uh, Big da- I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> we should do. We should like. We should do a swing episode where we like get get a bunch of the swing songs from the nineties. The squirrel nut zippers. The squirrel nut zippers. Yeah. The cherry yeah. popping daddies. Oh my god! Yes, that was one of the names. The cherry popping daddies. <laughs> was that like a fever dream? Did. The no, it happened. Then people were like, at your high school, were people like learning how to swing dance? <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone because that shit was happening at Sharon that. High. That's hilarious. I mean, yeah, I would have loved to do that, but I don't think it was. I would have loved to, to do it. Swing, incredible. I wanted to stay as far away from that shit as I could get. Oh my god. Um. I okay. It. Should I do my number one? Yeah, let's do it. My number one, very predictably, is Till I Hear It From You by the Gin Blossoms. Still thinking about not living about it Outside looking in Still talking about not stepping around it Maybe I don't want to take advice from fools I'll just figure everything is cool Until I hear it from you I really like. Actually, I was thinking about. Did I consider this song when we did? I was wondering that. Did because I was like, did you pick it when we did? The I don't think songs? I did. Right? Don't remember. <laughs> Maybe I did. I can't remember. <laughs> I really don't think I did. I know that I didn't. Yeah. And I felt confused this week because I was like, how? <laughs> <laughs> How could I not pick it then? Pick How it now? Why? <laughs> um, this song was was quite important to me at the time. So it's weird if I didn't pick it, I must have just like it, it's an oversight. Well, yeah, and I think it's like interesting. Like I feel like I remember we did the Jim Blossoms episode. <clears throat> um, we like. I didn't even consider the song. Like I was basically like, Oh no, like I don't like, I don't even like this song. But then Mm. when I was like, 
when I turned on this soundtrack, it's the first yeah. song. And I was like, this song fucking rules. It's so good. It's it like, really... I love it in the context of this movie and soundtrack, but otherwise, like, I don't care about it. I mean, what it has going for it in the context of the movie is that it's playing when AJ and Corey make out, finally. Uh, I don't even, yeah. I'm not even a fan of their relationship. I know, I know. No, me neither. It's idiotic. What I am oh. a fan of. Oh, wait. Okay. Can I, I'll just say it. Because it's go. in that yeah. scene. What yeah, I am yeah. a really big fan of is her move where she, like, pretends to faint several times. Yes, that's what I wanted to say. Really good. So good. It's so much like it's great that they don't kiss right away and that she does this like very dramatic like she, <laughs> that's really good. And it's that's, like he's like kind of weirded out by it. like it's yeah. like he doesn't quite know what to do. Like I feel like totally. it's so relatable. Like it's really good. <laughs> it's so charming that she does that to me. I like I love that so much. No, it's great. Um, and I don't even feel like she's do- it's also like she's not doing it cuz she like likes him. It's like she's doing it cuz she probably can't even decide. She's like <laughs> She goes through a lot over the course of this day. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Like Which... even just it just in the AJ storyline. Oh my god. Like the swing that she goes through is right. like pretty wild. Like from right. being like we're friends, and then he yells back at her like you're be- that's ridiculous. Basically, I forget what he says. Like he dismisses the idea out of hand, oh, pretty much. Because he's like, friends. I'm in love with you. And she's like, we're just like, you're my best yeah. friend. Like, I yeah. don't see you that way. Or like that the, the friendship is something more. Right, than, right, right. And he's like, what the fuck are right. you talking like, um, But like, uh, they, oh, the question I wanted to ask you is, how long does the relationship last? Oh, <laughs> Because Ooh. the plan at the end of the movie is for him to move to He's Boston to go to art school. Even before she said she'll yeah. date him. By the way, pretty sure you got to get accepted to art school in Boston <laughs> a really before good you point. decide is it like to move. Mass there. art. It's got to be mass art. Well, no, there's like there's other there's other art yeah, schools in yeah. Boston, but yeah, I think he's I yeah. think he's going to mass art, and yeah, he should probably, probably apply if he's planning. Wow. Maybe he could have been at Mass Art with my sister or something. That would have been cool. <laughs> your sister was like dating. Yeah, your sister did the faint <laughs> in AJ's arms. Yeah, um, exactly. Okay, so how long does it last? I mean, I feel like I don't it's know like if a they even get to Boston. Yeah, that. I don't think they get to Boston. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna last. What I have like, okay, I want to say a number of things. First, sure. I want to just say that I'm thinking about this for the first time ever now is AJ like it's cool that his whole character is that he's in love with her and she's like the more developed character yeah like and she's not a great character in my opinion but like he I would agree with that he like all he does in the movie his sole identity is that he's in love with yeah, yeah. Basically, cool. all all we learn about him, he's also like. Well, the other part of his identity is like that he's a reliable employee. Oh yeah, and I guess he's an artist. Like he's always drawing, like one drawing of Liv Tyler. <laughs> oh God! Wait, can we talk about wh- why does this record store have all those art supplies in a room? Ooh, 
Are they in a room? I can't even remember. It's like this huge room full of art supplies. Wow, dream, dream. It's job. like heaven. It yeah. really is. Um, but you were saying like a lot happens for Corey in the course of this day, and you were texting me that like you love how time works in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, like, and I read that the movie they cut. Like po- in post production, they cut like forty minutes out, and like and, multiple and characters, multiple characters, yeah. and it was supposed to take place over two days. I saw that, and so that's why there's so much shit that happens that feels like, how is this the same day? Like, right? Or like, um, okay, like she's screaming at Joe about giving. She wants to bring Rex. His oh my lunch. god, we didn't even talk about Rex Manning. And then happening. she like. And then the whole thing happens where she like throws herself at Rex Manning. Ridiculous. And then she's like at lunch with Gina. Oh, you're right. There's That's true. Great point. And like, there's just like a lot. A lot is happening. A lot is just at lunch. Right, right, right. Well, okay. So the movie starts. One of the (laughs) opening scenes is her getting in the car with like cupcakes or something. And she says, my dad always says there are 24 usable hours in every day, which one talking, which, yeah, that's the speed talking. But also I was like, okay, I think that's a great motto. And I want to like use speed when I watch this movie. Like these are my goals for life. And I was like, that's amazing. Like 24 (laughs) usable hours. Like what a, what a cool motto to have. But, um, but maybe, um, maybe the movie exists to uh, like how much is happening is kind of like an enactment of like how there are 24 hours in every day. And this is like the max you could pack in. Oh. <laughs> Just a theory oh, I like I've come that. up with. Um, okay. I want us to talk about the song. They're putting their like, money where their mouth is. Now I'm thinking about Rex Manning. Matter. Like what, yeah, what yeah, is up no. with him? Is he like some weird person know. who like, like what is he even yeah. supposed to be? Like it's not a thing that this, even existed in the 90s. Yeah, no, this is what I was trying to figure out. Like, who is the avatar for, right, like... Exactly, thank you. That's or, what like, I mean. the comparison point or yeah. whatever. Like, who is Rex Manning supposed to be? Like, it's like David Cassidy? I have I no idea. I was just going to say, it's like David Cassidy. <laughs> Holy shit, what the fuck? Okay, the that closest, must be what it is. Yeah, like, I feel like it's, like, a t- someone who was on TV that was, like, a, like, beloved, like, like like sex symbol, like Rome. So it's like, like a version of David Cassidy I don't from know. like, from the, like, it's like a, like if David Cassidy's arc is like from the sixties to the eighties, Rex Manning's is maybe from the seventies to the nineties or something. It's so bizarre that she would want to have sex with him. It makes no sense on any planet. Yeah. Like why no. would she like, even in it's that. It's the least believable. Yeah. <laughs> That she would even like his music. I know. It makes yeah. no sense. I don't understand no, she's it. Like, I hate it. She's a she's like a <laughs> cool person who's working in a fucking record store, like listening to music all day. Everyone there is shitting on Rex Manning. Like <laughs> I, and I know there is like a thing. I, I do remember this from working at a record store that there is a thing where you like I remember like a few of us would like put on once in a while we would put on like Elton John's greatest hits and there were like some people in the store who like hated Elton like they were too cool for Elton John sure. and then and then like I got like I was like I made a big deal about like being like post cool like mm. I was like 
that there was like a coolness in liking Elton John that was beyond the coolness of not liking Elton John or something yeah, like, um, like Elton but John. like, so maybe is there a way where she's like, um, she's like, she's likes she likes Rex Manning ironically, but, but she, it becomes genuine. She's such a weird character. Like, I don't I know. She doesn't even, this is mean, but like, she doesn't really seem smart. Like she's supposed to be like so smart. She's just good at school, maybe. Maybe she's good at school. She's just, I don't mean, like, she doesn't seem smart. It's just, like, she's not a very developed character. Like, I don't get it. It's true. And, yeah, it's, like, why does she want to, like, have lose her virginity to, like, this, like, old, gross dude? It's, like, is it, like, an old, gross dude's fantasy? Is that what we're watching? Yeah. I mean, it could be. Like, it's, like, (sighs) the idea... Of some the idea of whoever wrote the movie. Yeah, but, I don't know. It's really weird. Because like both the girls, yeah. like both these hot girls, like want to have sex with fucking Rex Manning. Well, does Gina want to, or is she doing it to hurt? She's doing it Corey? to hurt her, but like she's like able to manage to do it. <laughs> like, That's true. I don't That's know. True. I don't know, but whatever. It's like, complicated. I don't know. It's strange, but anyway. <laughs> well. Well, wait, speaking of Gina, maybe we should move on to your number one. Well, do you, yeah, is there anything else to say about the gin blossoms? I mean, I really like the line, it's likely they're just jealous and jaded. I've been thinking about that line for like, what, 25 years? Like, yeah, Uh, it's a good line. Still thinking about not living without it. Yeah. No, it's really good. No, it's a really good song. It's great in the context of this movie. It's great great backdrop to the film yeah yeah um yeah, it is but we should do your number one because we need to have our like renee zellweger conversation okay and, like, yeah. all right so my number one uh unsurprisingly is sugar high by coyote shivers we could go out we're not even leave the house tv set and a bottle of wine in this film yeah um burko yeah burko and he's also apparently um at this point coyote shivers was married to Liv tyler's mom yeah whose name i forget so he's Liv tyler's Tyler's stepdad which is interesting yeah like he looks pretty i guess he is just young like he doesn't look young he is young Should I find out how old? Oh, I think I looked it up earlier. I want to say he was 30 at the time. Yeah, like, I think he was born in the 70s, which, like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I was doing the math. He's born in 65. So in oh, born 95, in the 60s. That makes sense. Yeah, so he was 30. Yeah. Let's compare that to... Liv Tyler? I'm sure she was well, younger. I was, no, to I was going to compare it to Renee Zellweger for some reason. Oh, do yeah, it. He, compare it he's to four, everyone. He's four years older than Renee Zellweger, and... He is 12 years older than Liv Tyler. Wow. She was so young. 
Wow, Liv Tyler was 18. Wow. Wait, is that right? Yeah, that's right. It makes sense to me because it's like she was just in like the crazy Aerosmith video, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, <clears throat> but yeah. So uh, oh yeah, so Sugar High. I mean, it is the song that is arguably the apex of the film. Um, oh, totally. Yeah. yeah, like it's like at the party. It's the end of the movie. Being played on a roof. Being played on a roof. This party is amazing, by the way. It's like I love that they're like we're gonna raise money by like having a party where we do not charge admission and just sell things in the store. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, people are giving them money as they go in. I know, but, but like, but but it's yeah, weird it doesn't that they're feel not like charging admission. Like, why would you do that? Like, yeah, why would you? I, I mean, that's nice. Like, if you like, just like do a suggested donation, but like charging a cover might be a more effective way to raise money. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we should workshop this business model. Yeah, we should. Yeah. I like that they also sell like a giant Alice in Chains poster. They're like, totally. okay, it's time to get rid of this. We really need to raise yeah. the funds. I know. I, it made me think, like, wow, should I have been like s- stealing and selling promo posters? Oh like- my god, yes. Uh, um, but anyway, okay. So this song is um, the last song on the soundtrack. It is like definitely like when I was, you know, in high school listening to the soundtrack. I feel like it was my favorite song on the soundtrack. Oh. But it's also like. I mean, it's kind of annoying. It's a kind of annoying song. Like, his voice is a little annoying. Yeah. However, obviously, in the film, like, he fucking performs it with Renee Zellweger, and she's amazing. And you're, like, watching her live her dream. Yes. Like, the, char- the character wants to be a singer in a band. She says, I want to be yeah. a, I want to sing in a band. But I don't have the guts to even audition. Yeah, I don't have the guts to even audition. She's like living, yeah, she's finally living her dream. She's so good. She's amazing. It's actually Renee Zellweger singing. It's so good. I wondered about this. You you looked it up. I looked it it up. And I think she's like sung subsequently in like other movies and like maybe like a, I don't know, I want to say like. Yeah, no, she's good in this. What? Yeah, I can't think of what I'm now thinking of. Like some like musical that she's like in. Oh, is she in Chicago? I don't think it's Chicago. I want to say like a like a Judy Collins thing or like what am huh. I thinking of? Oh, she was in that too. Um, I don't know what the Judy. But I think Collins she sings is. in that. Maybe it's just called like Judy or something. She's in Chicago and she's also. Oh, maybe she sings. Yeah, in and Chicago. she's in Judy. Yeah, maybe she yeah, sings. Judy Garland. Judy. Judy oh, Judy Garland. Gar- Garland sorry. Um, but so, but yeah, like so, she has an amazing voice and like the so the version on the. CD is like perennially disappointing because yes. it like I don't know if this song even exists as a song outside of the movie. Like it seems like a song yeah, that was created for the movie or for the soundtrack. Yeah. And it's like she has a whole part that she sings that's like not even in the song, right? Yeah. Yeah, a whole different verse. A whole different like, like it's like the chorus has like a second part that she sings that it's like not in the song on the um, soundtrack, which is annoying. But I mean, this, the scene is so iconic. The song is like so good in the movie. It's amazing. Do you remember the thing? I remember that happening with Disney movies a lot where there would be like the version from the movie. And then there's like the version with like the Real professional adults. singers, like yes, yeah. like not and it was Aladdin like, and Jasmine. Who the fuck and you're wants like, to this hear is this? Trash. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Well, that's funny because actually I remember um, when I was in like, you know, I forgot. I was in like elementary school and I was in <laughs> dance school. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I was even in middle school. And um, we did a like ballet performance to A Whole New World. Oh, wow. And I remember we did the song, we sang to like that, like the one that like professional singers sing, oh. like the one, like that's like not in Aladdin and Jasmine. And I remember yeah. like telling my dance teacher, like we should do the other version. It's better. And it's like, way better. and she was like, Oh, like bring it in and I'll listen to it. And then she was like, no, like this one's better. <laughs> and she was probably like correct, but like, how can you, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. it is kind of like that. That's like, the worst kind of correct. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> she had um, a vision. She was cool. Can we, can we talk about Renee Zellweger's dancing oh, while she's singing incredible. on the roof? So good. It's so good. It's just the best. <laughs> she literally like, yeah, like I was saying, like, I just feel like she's the best character. Like she carries the film. She's amazing. She's yeah. so much like great energy. Like, Ah, uh, she's amazing. That's it. Yeah, like when she's yeah, like she's, she's like, just like jumping out of her skin with excitement, like I while was, she's yes, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, the joy is like exuding from her entire like yeah yeah, and yeah. it's like the the part where he's like, okay, you do this verse, and she like messes up. She's like, ah, far and wide. <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> she like messes up and she like catches herself and does a really good job anyway. <gasps> You're totally right so by the good. way that she like kind of secretly carries the movie. Um yeah. like the I feel like that character it's definitely like the highest degree of difficulty role in the movie. She has to be like mm. she's sort of like um I don't know, she has the most to do in some ways, like or the most complicated emotional stuff to do. Wow. And like, and she has to do the whole like, okay, this is like weird, but the scene where she's like in the apron, like mm. where it's like, I was thinking about it as like a, a moment of like slapstick comedy where mm -hmm. like, um, she's like, it's like it the, a dress. Well, and it's like the, the yeah, she's wearing, <laughs> I should have said she's wearing a music <laughs> town apron as a dress, but like she, so she's like doing this. It's like the, the classic slapstick thing of like, you're doing something in one context and then someone else walks in the room that changes the context Ooh, and yes. you have to like, and that's the joke. Ugh. And it's like, she just like nails the joke and is like still funny. She's so good. And is like, I don't, she just like carries it off with such grace and aplomb. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> such grace and aplomb. Yeah. Wait, you think she does the most work? Her character does the most work. I think it's like the character that character um, in lesser hands would have been someone everyone decided they hated or like was like just sexy or mm, something. Right. No, like it's the, true. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been like overly simplified in lesser hands. Yeah. No, she does like, yeah, no, it's really, it's a really good point. Yeah. Like, I guess, I guess she's just the best actor. Like, I think that's what yeah. it is. Like, it's like yeah. all the other characters, like, yeah, like you could have done more with them, but like, she's just, she's just yeah. stands out. Like she's amazing. Yeah. She just does such a great job. Yeah. Like, I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. And she's supposed to be like, like this, like trashy, like, like kind of like slutty girl or whatever. And right. it's like, but she's like, but you never like, yeah, like you never 
could like dismiss her as that. Like, even though, That's right. like, like, I guess, like, Deb kind of does. <laughs> yeah. In a lot of movies, but, like, that character would be, like, just, like, a joke or something. But she's not. Or just, like, one note, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that character would be one thing. Yeah, like, totally. Um, and instead, she gets to be a bunch of things. No, it's and it's so weird. Right. In, a, in a movie where a lot of the characters are really only doing one thing. Right, like, exactly. Yeah, she is. like She's like this very like rich, dimensional character. Yeah. Yeah, like even when she comes up with like, I want to sing in a band. Yeah. Like you're like, and wow, like, that's what you want to do? You're so cool. I know. Like, well, but it's like, and she's like the store MC kind of. Like she's the yes. one who makes all the announcements and she's stuff. Great. It's like, oh, she's yeah. so good. Love. Um, really love Renee Zellweger. Yeah, she's amazing. Really like doing a lot of uh, deep dives into Renee Zellweger's career um, this yeah. week. Uh, yeah. I sent you the scene uh, from Days of Confused where she just Incredible. pours beer into a beer bong that Parker Posey drinks from. And that's her entire role in the film because she got cut out of it. I think the gum chewing is really important. The gum chewing is quite important. Yeah. Oh my God, incredible. Um. Yeah, okay, so, like, this song, separate from the movie, I also mm. kind of, like, I mean, I don't know. I always liked it. I feel like it made me um, excited for my future when I would listen mm. to this song as a teenager. Yeah. Wait, say more about that. <laughs> Just, like, the part where he's, like, um, I don't know. It's, like, about this, like, relationship, like, where he's, like, uh we could go out without even leaving the house. A TV set and a bottle of wine is just fine. Making out on that old fold out couch, watching Saturday night live. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's like this, you're like, Oh wow. Like you can like, that's going to be like so exciting to like have a relationship where you like, just like hang out and like watch TV. And like, I don't know. Like you like, yeah. And he's, like, so excited about, like, the person who he's singing about. Like, obviously, it's, like, a sugar high. Like, it's, like, this rush to be with her, which, like, I mean, I feel like there's, like, a, um, it's, like, a, a, like, you know the song Josie by (laughs) Blink-182? Do I? (laughs) It's, like, a, it gives me a feeling that that song gives me. Like, yeah. it's like the, the speaker. I, I hear it. The speaker. Um, and that's another thing I was thinking about in the song. It's like, um, it's kind of like a, well, like the way it starts, he says, they all said she's just another groupie slut. And I said, I thought you're anything but, right? Mm. So like, there's like this, um, I feel like it was like, kind of like uh, every girl's dream come true to experience the glory of being determined, not just another groupie slide. Damn. <laughs> and like that. Like, it's like, um, yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like it's like these songs about like unexpectedly admiring like some girl and like, it just like felt very exciting. Like, it's like to yeah. be like the object of like admiration or something. Do you think um, I totally agree with everything you just said? There's also something about the term sugar high Mm. that feels so. um, Well, even though the word sugar is it's like bittersweet, actually, like (gasps) you're right, that that, that, like lends a certain like 
even as like you get the rush, but you all, without having to say it, you get the come down. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, it's so true. It's like implied because like, yeah, yeah, it's implied. And that's what's like a little bittersweet about it. Yeah. Uh, which which it just it just makes it like hammer you more like it's it's great yeah no it's really good um and it's all, oh, oh th- but the, and the other thing about that is like that you're what in the movie the reason the song like hits so hard in the movie is that like you were watching her have this like fleeting but beautiful experience like, uh, it's so on the true. roof singing like who knows what happened like I, you know, I asked if AJ and Corey stay together. Like, who gives a shit? It's right. like the, it's like, um, uh, yeah, you get to the movie ends where it ends. No, it's so true. With them dancing on the, everyone's dancing in various combinations on the roof. Yes. I know they're always on the roof. So cool. When I watched it the other day, I was like, um, like the first few combinations are all very heteronormative. And I was like, oh God, they're all just pairing off. In like boy oh girl. when they're dancing oh, yeah yeah right. on the roof yeah, yeah. but then they like then it gets like it gets good like yeah, there's all the kinds of fun fun together. combos That's and true. the boys yeah, yeah the boys dance together no yeah. it's it's true um yeah I've I've explored the deepest caverns of my mind that's a cool line, a line. <laughs> to try to find the explanation why I get this funny feeling deep inside sugar high. Uh, well what do you think i mean yeah i guess i guess that's it yeah two thumbs up (laughs) (laughs) i give the um i don't give the movie two thumbs up but i give the experience of watching the movie two thumbs up somehow if that makes sense yeah 100 percent. i agree cool thanks cool yeah um all right well uh if you like our podcast you should subscribe uh rate and review us um our theme song is golden west service featuring shreddy better and we'll see you next time see you next time bye